This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously. And that means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Take you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web, along with ericasher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. 
Anchor is our home base, but your your favorite podcasting platform carries our program. And uh, don't forget always about uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Tomorrow's the day, uh, every Thursday at 1 p.m. with our live broadcast on LAE, a rebroadcast on um, on uh, we have a live broadcast on WLE and also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page. And then the rebroadcast starts 6 p.m. on LAE. Uh, 10 p.m. On, on the Deuce WLA TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAA, 2 a.m. On, on the Deuce on Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Our radio show is posted there in the in, in the evenings, and, of course, our, our TV show is posted on, that, uh, on those uh, social media platforms. Uh, after it commences on, on on Thursday. On the program today, Will Guillory will join us in just a couple minutes from The Athletic. We'll talk to him about what's going on with the Pels, what's going on with uh, with Zion Williamson. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, joins us in his regular time of 4.35 this afternoon. And then celebrity chef Scott Craig will join us at 5.15. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's, again, people coming in from out of town, folks that, that again, are friends, family. You know where you're going. You're going to Katie's. Uh, 3701 Iberville, open seven days a week. They will be open through the Mardi Gras, open on Endymion uh, Saturday as well. Uh, so get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal, great cocktails. It's always a great time. It's rocking during the Mardi Gras season over at uh, over at Katie's. So get out there and enjoy a great meal at Katie's. Also, Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. Uh, the family meals are outstanding, especially on the go, especially right now. Look, you're on the go. You're probably heading out to the parade routes. You want to get the kids fed before you get out there. Family meals are fantastic for that. Great daily specials for you. Uh, don't forget about, again, uh, uh, wine and beer available. Uh, St. Louis-style deli with, again, family recipes. It comes from Scott's mother-in-law. But, again, great New Orleans uh, specials as well. FrancescaDeli.com is how you find out more information. Uh, 504-266-2511. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. And, of course, Bienvenue on Hickey. Rockin' and, ro- rockin and rolling out in Harahan. Uh, they're open six days a week now. We'll let you know when they reopen on a Sunday. But, again, fresh Louisiana seafood, great daily specials for you, contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes, dine indoors, dine outdoors. You can also rent out the entire restaurant if you'd like for, for again, your next event, 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. All right, let's jump into it. A lot to talk about. Uh, I, I normally, again, you guys know if you listen to the show every day that on a Wednesday I normally take this first segment. I've uh, been wanting to get Will Guillory on to get his to get his take on the Pels and also on Zion Williamson. So we were able to work out a day today that we can get it done. And joining us on the program, New Orleans' own Will Guillory of the Athletic. Will, Will, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you for having me on. Man, I'm, I'm I'm I've been looking forward to having you on even before the Zion stuff blew up. Uh, just to talk about the second <laughs> half of the season. But uh, I read your article today. I thought it was spot on in the Athletic. Uh, first of all, let's talk, start to talk a little bit about the Zion Williamson situation. Uh, did it surprise you, you know, having, you know, being around Zion for the last three years, that again he did not reach out to C.J. McCollum, based on again what what uh, David Griffin has been able to try to do in terms of bringing that third superstar to New Orleans to be able to pair with him in B.I. Yeah, I mean, I think there's no doubt uh, it was surprising, not only because. Uh, I mean, just from everything I've known from being around him, he's a guy who he, he loves being one of the guys, right? He loves being around his teammates when you see him on the bench, even when he's not playing. He's always joking with guys. He's talking 
Sabal boys, you know, he, he just loves being one of the guys. So I think that's the first thing. And also just because I know what type of guys PJ McCollum is too, you know, as the president of the, the players association, I know he would have put in the effort to, to get in touch with Zion Williamson if he got traded to the Pelicans. Right. I mean, that just seems like the basic thing to do. Right? If you get traded to the Pelicans, who's the first person I want to talk to? Probably Zion Williamson. So I, I know there was an effort. There had to be an effort on his part to make that conversation happen. And it didn't uh, until, you know, it already became a, a national story. Right. So I think it was pretty surprising on both fronts. And I think it, it just it wasn't a good look for, for Z whatsoever, but I, I think it is a good sign that they did eventually talk and we'll see where it goes from there. But it, there's no question it was a bad look for Z on multiple fronts. Well, JJ Reddick's, um, uh, comment to this, especially coming from him, the way he left the organization, uh, again, were, were, were really shocking in a lot of cases. But again, it, it, it kind of maybe maybe pulled back the, the, the curtain a little bit on what's happening with Zion. Uh, talk a little bit about your thoughts when you heard uh, what, what J.J. Had to, had, to, had to say, and then we'll kind of dive into him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty shocking just because of the messenger. You know, uh, it was J.J. who just had so many connections to Z whether it's, you know, their former Duke guys, their former teammates, uh, they're signed to the same agency, CAA. Uh, those guys, you know, had a close relationship when they played on the team. Uh, so to see him on TV speaking the way he did about Z speaking, you know, with that level of passion and just, you know, just kind of saying the, the, the type of words he was saying, detached and, and, and being so thorough and, and, you know, just how upset he was with Z. I think that was the thing. You see a lot of times these guys on hot take TV where they're throwing these things out and they're just saying stuff to say it. But you can you could tell that, you know, it, it genuinely bothered J.J. to hear, you know, what happened with Z was Zion and him not talking to C.J. Uh, so, yeah, it was definitely surprising. And I think, you know, it was a message that, that was needed. And I think it was one that I, I think several people around the organization were honestly happy to hear. You know, because somebody had to call out Z for the stuff he he's done behind the scenes, and I think JJ was a really good messenger for all the reasons I, I named. Yeah, I agree with you. And then again, talking about the fact that he actually again approached uh, Zion in front of the team as a rookie to try to again maybe again um, you know educate him uh, on again how he has to handle himself as a professional, uh, and then of course mention the detachment, which again is completely opposite from again what, again what you just spoke about in terms of again seeing him on the bench, seeing him around the team. It, it's a total different situation. So how did we get here? I think that's the, the interesting situation, and I, I think a part of it is. You know, me and you have talked about this before where I think people have a misunderstanding of what happens with guys when they're hurt for really long times. And, you know, when, when especially star players, when they're out two, three months, a lot of the times they do leave the team. And a lot of times they don't talk to their teammates for a couple of weeks. Sure. And and a lot of times, you know, they might change their number here or there. They might go somewhere and, and it might be a little bit hard to get in contact with times. I think it's not that uncommon. I, I would tell you that Kyra Lewis, has been away from the team since he tore his ACL early in the season. Do I think Kyra is having conversations with, you know, B.I. And, and Jose Alvarado all the time? I don't think so. Does that mean Kyra, you know, hates the New Orleans and doesn't want to be here? Uh, of course not. So I think that's part of the game. But I also think that Kyra is in a much different situation from Zion, right? And he's a much different – he plays a much different role within this franchise. So I think when Zion is detached, it, it matters more because his face – 
you know, had such an effect on not just his teammates, but everybody around the franchise, the people in the front office, the, the people who sell tickets, the fan base. All, whenever he shows his face, whenever he speaks up, it, it matters. It, it causes waves. Uh, so I think that absence, it has the same effect, right? When he, he's not there, when he's not speaking up, when he's not coming to games, uh, people notice it and people want to know why. And I think the big thing for him and what I keep going to is less about the actions themselves. Because again, he's not the first guy to leave the team after he gets hurt. He's not the first guy to not answer his phone. Uh, but the fact that He's doing it while uh, the way he's doing it and also understanding how it affects everybody else. And I think he, of course, he has to see the, the, the reaction on Twitter. And of course, he has to see all the stuff going on and people questioning his motivation and does he want to be around a team and the fact that he's still doing it. Uh, I think uh, there's a real question about why. Just, just uh, is he upset? Is just, just, is he, does he not care? I think. You know, just people just want to know what he's thinking. And that's the big thing. What I wrote today is just uh, just have your words match up with your accent so people that just understand where you're coming from. Because I think a lot of people and people who consider themselves close to Zion would say, well, yeah, we really just don't know what he's thinking. And I think that's tough when you're supposed to be the face of the franchise. Look, well, you and I have talked about this. I have no issue with him going to Portland to be able to rehab. If, again, Portland is the best place to be able to rehab and he's got the best the specialists that are out there that are trying to help him rehab and heal. That is not an issue to me. As you mentioned, that happens all the time. But, again, again, being detached, and I'm using J.J. Uh, Reddick's words here, it is troubling, again, for a guy that is supposed to be the face of the franchise. And then the first salvo that came out, what, on Monday – if I'm not, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, was again the season ticket pamphlet, which again left um, Zion off off the uh, off the front of the pamphlet when they were, you know, trying to be able to again resell season tickets to uh, current season ticket holders. That's pr- that's pretty telling, but also pretty shocking. It definitely is, but I, I don't think I didn't kind of read it the same way a lot of people did. I think a lot of people saw that and said, "Oh, they're going to trade Zion, or they, they don't know Zion's not Peter part of the organization." And, and to me. I said this from the beginning. I, I think it's crazy talk for anybody to think that Zion's going to get traded this summer. I think it's crazy talk to think mm-hmm. that anything's going to happen this summer other than Zion signing an extension. Now, what does that extension look like? I think that's we, we still have to see. Uh, but I think it, there's no way that Zion's going to be on another team next year. I would just be completely shocked just because of the, the leverage the Pelicans have and the, the, the position Zion's in as a guy who's had multiple surgeries in his first three years in, this, in the uh, league. Uh, so I think that they're both kind of in a position where there's no doubt where this is headed. I think that the season ticket holder thing was more of a, and just an admittance by the team that, Hey, this guy just hasn't been around. He's played 85 games in three seasons. You know, he's going to continue to miss games once the all-star break is is over. So I think it was kind of one of those things where so many fans were saying, stop false advertising the saying he's going to be there when we go to the game and he's not playing. Uh, So I think, that was part of it, and I think it's kind of crazy to see that. Uh, I'm not the first person to say this, but we were at a point a couple of years ago where we saw the celebration in the ticket office, the explosion uh, amongst the yes. ticket staff after Zion Williamson arrived. He was not just the savior of the team, he was the savior of the box office. He was the guy that was going to fill the stands, sell jerseys, and now they're not even putting them in the season ticket you know, package. Because, you know, they don't want to feel like they're false advertising because they, they, they don't know when he's going to be back and what's going on with the foot. Uh, so I think that was part of it. And, and I think it's just, uh, again, it's just a kind of a, 
a way to reflect on that. I mean, he's missed so many games in his first three seasons, and I think it's it, you put the ticket people in a tough position where they're out here selling tickets, and fans are saying, I'm paying all this money, and I don't get to see the guy I paid to see. Uh, so I think it's a tough position either way, whether you put him in there or not. But that does happen a lot in the NBA, right? I mean, again, you're buying certain tickets to see a star, and then that star is out, whether it's injured or, or a rest day. That does happen. It's a little different than Zion because it's only been 85 games in three years. But, again, to not have that, that his name on, on the season ticket pamphlet, but, again, you, they had to know it, it was going to cause a stir. It was going to – social media was going to blow up. You know, again, I thought it was very, very calculated on, on their part. I do want to go back in time, though. I remember Zion's stepfather saying uh, when, when they were getting ready to draft him, you want us, we want you, we're all in. There seems to be, again, uh, that, that you know, at least from Zion's camp, that they're not, that, that they're not all in. And, and the fact that there's been silence, uh, that, there, that there seems to be, again, a, a disconnect between the team and Zion. Um, could you speak on that? I mean, what has transpired there to, for this separation in, in, in terms of, you know, Zion hasn't spoken. I mean, you know, you, made, you, said, you said the other, you know, the, the easiest way for him to be able to deter all this is to come out, have a press conference, and, and to be able to speak on it, okay? Uh, and, and, but yet again, it's been, it's been radio silence uh, throughout this whole situation. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I don't even think he needs to go that far. Like, if he just put out an Instagram message, <laughs> I think it'll, put, it'll right? have an amazing effect, right? If he just had the, the black screen with text on his Instagram and, and put out just a couple notes, yeah, I think that would have an amazing impact just to, just to hear anything from him. So I think that's the thing is just the, the, the silence, you know, has a bigger impact than anything he could possibly say if he was to get in front of a mic or post something for, on IG. And I think uh, as far as the relationship with him, him and the team, it's never just one thing, right? It's kind of the accumulation of so many things. And I think it goes back to him and the, the initial surgery on his knee and him trying to come back and the kind of the disagreements that had happened along the way. And then the bubble and him leaving the bubble and that whole thing. And, and you, then, then you get in the last year with Stan Van Gundy and then, you know, all right. those issues behind the scenes with that team and all of that stuff kind of adds up. And I think uh, there's no doubt that there's been some stuff going on behind the scenes. Just as far as his relationship with the team, I mean, we've talked about it already. Him just being hard to contact at times, him not being all in on certain things because, you know, frankly, they, they just haven't been happy with some of the decisions the front office has made along the way. But I, I think, again, this is something that that's not too uncommon in the NBA. I, I think there's a, a lot of times there's friction. Uh, between a front office and their star player, uh, especially when you're losing as much as the Pels had the last two seasons. So I think uh, it would be bad if there wasn't friction. Everybody was just happy-go-lucky. Hey, we're 15 games under 500. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I think fans would be upset about that. So I think there's going to be some friction when things have kind of failed in the way it's had, especially last season. I, I think there's so much. We've covered that before uh, about just the Stan Van Gundy hire and the effect he had on the team. I think there was a lot of you know, just unhappy people walking away from last season. But I think this year it's more so about this foot and just about how long he's been out and how long he's going to continue to be out. And I think that's a big question uh, that's going to have to be answered at some point going forward. And the fact that he doesn't want to say anything about it, I think it makes it much harder for everybody. Uh, But I think they have to come to a solution at some point. But again, when – when that line of communication isn't open on both sides, it makes it much difficult, much more difficult. 
Will Gillery of The Athletic is with us. Will, I'm with you. I've been as critical on, of David Griffin as anyone, and I'm a guy that, again, applauded his hire. Uh, again, he made a lot of mistakes early, and, again, he's used a lot of great, a lot of draft capital to make up for those mistakes, which is not a good thing in the long run. But at the same time, you look at where this team is now. They found a coach, a young coach that has turned the culture around. There's a buy-in. Uh, there's a buy-in from the players. Uh, again, Griff has gone out to be able to get that third superstar and a C.J. McCollum to be able to add to a B.I. and a Zion. If anything, this is the perfect scenario for Zion to be able to come in and, and, and be able to, again, be part of this organization. And, and I think that's the frustrating thing for the fan base at this point is, look, there's no doubt Griffiths has his warts, and, and look, whether he stays or goes, that's going to be something that the Bentham, Ms. Benson's going to have to figure out at the, at the end of the year here. But uh, at the, uh, just in the short term, based on this season, there's been a turnaround here, where, but yet Zion's been persona non grata. No, I completely agree with you that, you know, this is the type of team you would want to play with if you're a young superstar, right, when you have this young, energetic coach who, who's getting the most out of his team, that playing physical, that playing tough every night, uh, that, that playing hard for that coach every game. He He's a guy who understands his players, right? That's what we talked about so much with Willie Green coming in. And he's able to develop that those relationships with his players, and we've seen it already with B.I., with Herb Jones, uh, with uh, so many of these guys on the team, Devontae Graham, Josh Hart before he left, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I, I think so many of these guys just speak so highly of Willie Green. And, of course, you know, uh, it's shocking that – no, I, I wouldn't say it's shocking. I think that you would think that Z would want to be a part of that. And, and I think, he, he, of course, he, they have a, a relationship to some extent, but that, that, that he's not all in. Like you said, it, it's surprising. The fact that, you know, B.I.'s playing the best ball of his career. They got all of these young guys. This is the type of team he would want, he should want, want to be a part of. Uh, but I think once you have that foot, you know, come in, I think it complicated a lot of things again. Once you do go away, once you are isolated from the team as an injured player, it makes it difficult to develop those bonds that we've seen with so many of these guys because they've, they've been through so much together on the floor, mm-hmm. and Zion just hasn't been there. So I think it's tough. Uh, but again, I think a lot, so much. I think is, so much of this is resolved if he's just able to get on the court and get healthy. I think that's the biggest hurdle here. We can talk about some of the behind the scenes friction, but I think if he's able to get on the court, uh, a lot of this is solved just because he's so great at basketball. And when you put sure. him with B.I., with Willie Green, with Herb Jones, all of mm-hmm. these guys, C.J. McCollum, I think they can play great basketball together. But him being hurt and him being out as long as he has just has made a lot of these problems just much bigger than they should be. Will, uh, 23 and 36, um, they are two games out of the 10th spot right now. Do you anticipate Zion coming back uh, in the last 23 game, within the last 23 games of the season? Yeah, I, I just, it just pretty much would shock me if he did come back just because there isn't that much time left. And we haven't we haven't even seen him with the team yet. And we're talking 23 games where we know, you know, what his process has been, you know, coming back from injuries where they try to bring him along very slowly. And it's always he's doing one-on-one. Now he's doing two-on-two. And now we got to wait for another scan. I think there just isn't enough time to get all of that in just so he can play, what, maybe four or five games at the end of the season. I don't think they would risk that. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I I don't think he's coming back. I think they're going to kind of hold on to hope as long as they can. Uh, But I just think, you know, when you just look at the calendar, you know, it's really tough to see how he can make it happen at this point. What about the uh, reports from Christian Clark that there may be a second surgery? Have you been able to confirm that? 
No, I mean, you know, of course, there's rumors. That there's a ton of rumors out there about Zia, what's going on with him. But I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's something that I can say I've confirmed. But uh, yeah, I've heard it the same way Christian has, the same way a lot of us have. But uh, you talk to different people and they give you different answers. So I can't say I can confirm uh, that that's going to happen. But I, I do think it's something that has been discussed for sure. Is this a playoff team? Can this team uh, rally in the last 23 games to make the, make the, the play-in game and then make some noise in the playoffs? Yeah, I, I still, in my mind, consider them the favorite, even though they're two games back currently uh, of Portland, just because I think Portland is going to just make a, a conscientious decision to kind of take a step back at, at some point. And you, we've already kind of seen that. They announced today that Yusuf Nurkic is supposed to be out for a while. Eric Bledsoe hasn't played a game for them. Right. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens with Josh Hart the rest of this season. Uh, so I think the Pelicans are going to have a great chance once you know, B.I. and C.J. McCollum were able to get in and get some practice time together, learn how to play together. B.I. can get back on track. I, I still think uh, they should be right there. And, you know, San Antonio is definitely going to be a threat as well, but I consider the Pels the favorite in my mind as of right now. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Tell us about The Athletic, how folks can subscribe, what you got on the site, which I think is a great article today, and, of course, um, how folks can follow you on social media. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you can find my uh, latest on Zion Williamson at theathletic.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Will Guillory. That's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. And, yeah, we've got an amazing deal going right now, $1 per month uh, for new subscribers. So, so just go ahead on my Twitter, click through the story, and just, you know, check out everything we got going on, man. It's going to be a fun stretch run. We're getting close to playoff time, Yep. maybe play-in time for the Pelicans. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun ride the rest of the way. I uh, can't wait to get it going. Keep up the great work, Will. We'll talk soon. Thanks again. Appreciate you. That's Will Guillory. Again, New Orleans on Will Guillory joining us from The Athletic. All right, don't forget about Burkhart. You're in the market for a generator. They are the generator sales and service experts. First of all, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, educate you on the generator. That's right. So find out what you're looking for in terms of, again, how much generator you need to power up your home or your business when, when again, the electricity goes out. Financing available generators. You can pay that over time. That new installed quality check. It's part of the customer service pledge that Burkhardt has. They'll always go out and, again, sit with you uh, a month after they uh, install something. They'll make sure, again, you know how to operate the, the, the system, that everything is working well with the system. And then, of course, the 24-7, 365 emergency service. You can't beat it. Again, whether, again, uh, uh, you're, you're looking for a company that can, can install the, the, uh, the generator for you or, again, just service it, Burkhardt can do that. Remember, single-day installs. They'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install once you guys come to an agreement. It's Burkhardt, after all. You can trust Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Coming up next, Sean Fazana, Fox 8 Sports. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food, Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Sylvania. On dark, foggy roads, do your fog lights provide the visibility you need? Upgrade to LEDs from Sylvania, the leader in automotive lighting. Experience how advanced optical design leads to superior downroad clarity. Visit the Sylvania website to find your LED bulbs today. 
10 eastbound, your delays are solid from Loyola to Power, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to Canal, and then delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. If you're traveling along the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to Canal Boulevard. And on the, on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also be mindful of delays that are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also delays on the westbound side if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up if you're traveling along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale, and on the 310 on the southbound side, your delays are steady from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Kiki, baby. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Happy Mardi Gras to one and all. Hope you're all going to have a chance to get out to the Mardi Gras and enjoy it. Again, uh, my parade starting again tonight in the city. So I can get out there and again enjoy again that uh, something that we have been starved for for the last two years, getting out there and enjoying some Mardi Gras. I want to thank uh, Will Guillory for joining us on the program. Sean Vazan is going to jump on as soon as he gets off the uh, the set. He's anchoring right now at Fox 8, so he'll be a couple minutes late. I uh, did want to mention, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. That's, uh, again, I don't care where you live. Okay, it doesn't matter. If you're looking for the best deals on tires, you got to check out my friends over at Southern Tire. They have the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. That means, that means they have volume. And then, of course, again, something for everyone's budget. So, again, you don't have to go in and buy the high-end tire because that's all they have or the low-end tire because that's all they have. It's something for everyone's budget. You'll find something that works for you for your vehicle. And then it got wheels and tires with 30 inches. And then, look, financing available. Pay it over time if you need to. Also, uh, again, when you talk about the tires, uh, you can you, talk about the mechanic shop as well. Uh, the latest in diagnostic equipment. The same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. Also, ASC certified technicians, same as the dealership. And then a lot of these guys have been at Southern Tire for decades working for the Piazza family. The Piazza family's entrenched working in that shop as well. So, again, if you're looking for a company you can trust, whether, again, it's a fleet account, maybe it's your personal account, uh, you know, your personal vehicles, uh, make sure, again, you think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Uh, you go to southerntire.com, check out all the services they provide for their customers, including, ladies and gentlemen, including, again, a diagnostic page where if you're having some problems with the vehicle, you can troubleshoot that on their page. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. I say it all the time. No way. You're open in this town since 1972 if you're not treating your customers right. That's the Piazza family of Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. All right. Um, Saints have made some um, some uh, coaching moves today. They announced them. Um, Doug Marone is going to be the offensive line coach. Uh, the wide receivers coach will be Cody Burns. He comes over from Tennessee. Um, the former, I believe, Mississippi, uh, former Auburn um, uh, wide receiver. Pete Carmichael is going to return for his 17th season. He's going to be the offensive coordinator. Uh, again, uh, uh, Ryan Nielsen and Chris Richard are going to be co-defensive coordinators. Uh, they will continue to be able to uh, to uh, handle their duties um, uh, that was previous under the Peyton regime. So that means Ryan Nielsen will be a co-defensive coordinator and the defensive line coach. Chris Richard or Richard, however you want to pronounce it, will be the uh, defensive coordinator and the secondary coach. Uh, well, something interesting that Mike Triplett mentioned uh, a few minutes ago is that um, both those guys were, were on the USC on, on the same USC team, which I did not know. Also, um, uh, Darren Rizzi has now had the uh, assistant head coaching duties named uh, uh, to his 
um, uh, to him uh, in addition to being the special teams coordinator. Ronald Curry will expand his um, his um, uh, dealings as well. From He'll be the uh, passing game coordinator as well as the quarterback's coach. Uh, the only thing missing was John Morton, who was announced that he was going to be on the um, on the team. He's not in this release today. So let's find out more. Joining us on the program now from Fox 8 Sports, he does it each and every week, is Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports. Sean, how you doing? Doing all righty. How are you? Doing great, Sean. Well, I mean, I'm doing okay, Sean, as you can hear. Uh, a little bit rough this week with, um, uh, well, not, you know, just a little bit under the weather. But, Sean, let's, let, let's, I want to I get into Zion, but let's talk about the, the Saints first, and let's talk about, about the, 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 the coaching staff. They did what they said they were going to do, right? Again, they, 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 they had the continuity. They stayed within uh, for the most part. Guys that, again, that coached here previously, uh, Dennis Allen, uh, again, went with, with, again, I guess the coaches he knew. Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you really, I guess you can call it Doug Marone a new addition, but he was on the staff in 06. I think the only sure. coach that was not on the staff with him before um, with the Saints is uh, Burns out of the uh, University of Tennessee, new wide sure. coach. So, um, yep, that's what he sold. That's what he has, and that's what they're rolling with. And if you're the Saints, you knew this was going to happen. Uh, he kept his, uh, kept his word, so to speak, and Away they go with this sort of format here, and you know was able to hold on to two clearly his two top assistants. When you talk about uh, Richard, who has done really good work with the secondary, and obviously has a lot of great experience in the secondary uh, previously from the Wolves, but also Ryan Nielsen. I mean, the tangible improvement of every player he touches, uh, it just seems it's just in- inevitable and it's just undeniable. So um, he was able to hang on to both those guys, and not sure how much of an expanded role they have. Um, but they do get the title of the co-defensive coordinator. And, you know, for the most part, short of a couple guys that uh, were not retained, and obviously Sean Payton stepping away, it was pretty familiar, that staff. Yep. So, um, And that's what we all thought it was going to be, and that's exactly what Dennis Allen did. Again, uh, John Morton was mentioned um, social media. Uh, earlier that was coming over with Marone. He, again, he had been here as the wide receivers coach when CJ went to, um, to Tulane. Uh, there's no mention of him in this, in this case, so we're not sure, again, what that situation is. Do you have any information on that? I, I, I was told that, that that did not come together. So, um, or if it, if it is going to come together, it hasn't yet. Uh, but I was told that that, that may not happen. So okay. um, it, that, that looked like, and if you really go down the list of uh, what's available, what, what is still available, what's still open, just in right. terms There's of a position really. coach right now. So um, unless it's some kind of senior elevated position or some kind of consultant, um, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, a lot of people thought that he was going to be the wide receivers coach, right? I mean, that was, it was you right. know, that would have been the, the, the natural progression there, but, again, it didn't happen. All right, uh, the next question is, again, to be the quarterback position, right, Sean? I mean, that's the thing they have to work on now with free agency starting on the 16th. Um, whether they're going to go back with Jameis Winston, whether they're going to reach out to Teddy Bridgewater, whatever, you know, whatever they're going to do at this point, I believe that's the next move for them uh, because, uh, again, look, there's a lot of the teams looking for quarterbacks right now, so, so there, there may be a little bit of a bidding war out there. Yep, that is, that is true, uh, and I think, and I said in my podcast last night, or two nights ago, we don't know what the market for Jameis Winston's services is going to be. We don't. I mean, can we honestly say he's not going to have a market for services? I don't know if that's going to be the case. I mean, especially just like you said, you know, I went and counted all the teams that legitimately are looking for a quarterback and don't have one on their roster and are in need of one. I'm not saying on their roster, under contract on their roster, or are getting rid of a player 
on their currently on their roster. That you're not going to go with. And that was almost ten teams, which is a lot. And there was like five or six that were kind of in that middle tier of they might have a guy, they may not have a guy. So point being, a lot of teams need it. There aren't a lot of quality quarterbacks, at least uh, Super Bowl level quarterbacks available. Um, so yeah, that could drive prices up. It could create uh, a market that was that would not otherwise be there. Um, but it's the next most important decision they're going to make. Um, and you know. I don't know which way they're leaning. I really don't because mm-hmm. I I don't have a strong indication either way on Jameis Winston. I really don't think he's in the mix, but I don't think that's a guarantee. Right. Um, there are other players out there that they can certainly make a play for, but they got to make the play for him. They got to get him. So this is this is something to really watch because it's the most important personnel decision, at least in the short term. I agree. And then the next step would be again, what's going to happen with Teron Armstead, and, and also again Marcus Williams. Uh, they can afford them if they want them both. Uh, the, the the question will be what are both asking for on the open market, and I guess that will be will be the tail of the tape on again if they can afford one or both. Well, here's the thing with Toronto Armstead: people aren't discussing. If he walks, it actually costs them money. Oh yes, it does. Thirteen mm-hmm. million. So it's one of those yep. rare instances where signing him to a long term deal would actually save them money. So uh, I wonder if that plays into his hands in terms of leverage and in terms of what they can do. But, I mean, tacking $13 million on in dead money for a player, to, an elite player to walk away um, is not ideal when they're already $72 million over, $73 million over, whatever the case may right. be. And, by the way, you still tack on dead money if Winston leaves, if Traquan Smith leaves. So, right. I mean, that's kind, of the, that's kind of the game you play or the deal you make whenever you do the voidable year thing. But um, the reality is obviously staring them in the face. So, um, I don't know about either, either one of those guys. I mean, because I think Marcus Williams is a young star at least in terms of a free agent. Um, I know he's had his ups and downs here, but I know they like him. But, I mean, I know you, I'm sure you saw the Instagram post or whatever it was, mm-hmm. story or whatever it was. I mean, he's ready to get paid. And, I mean, he yep. got franchised last year. He's ready to get paid, whether that's by the Saints right. or someone else. And then, Toronto Armstrong has been a warrior, but he's been hurt. But it's kind of him being hurt is kind of what made him a warrior. So it's kind of part of the whole deal with him. So I think it can go either way on both those guys. I, I think there's a very realistic chance neither one of those guys are back next year but also a realistic chance that they could be back next year. Sean, it's something you and I have discussed over and over on this this program about, again, the dead money for for players that are becoming uh, free agents. So this is not, uh, again, a a eureka moment, okay? This is something, again, you and I have talked about over and over again, that that why they have to make these decisions, and it could could, could end up in the – the avoidable years can end up either helping them or hurting them down the line here, and this is one of those critical crossroads when you start talking about veterans that now have an opportunity to get on the open market. Yeah, and look, when you do that avoidable year, you're kind of you're kind of playing rolling the dice on, you know, when you finally have to pay up, the cap goes up. Well, it just hadn't happened the last couple of years, so it's, it takes a bigger percentage of your cap away. And obviously, when you have you know other things that are other contracts that are already on the books and dead money already in books, and, you know, all that stuff. So. Uh, it, it puts you in a situation, but not one they can't handle. Um, they're going to get it done. They're league mandated to do so, league mandated to do so, and that means they can restructure their way out of this completely yes. and create cap space. Now, do you want to do right. that? I mean, do you want to maybe cut a few players? I, I don't think it's just going to be, hey, we're going to bring everybody back on restructured deals. I think there's going to be a few guys that they shed. But uh, this is not uncharted waters for them, so they'll be ready to go. And, um it's not the ideal scenario to be in, but it's one they've been in the last five years, Eric, so they're comfortable handling right. it. 
And, and I think they've had a plan for it. You see, look, again, Sean, you and I discussed this on and off the air. If COVID doesn't happen, and again, they, they take all the losses in, in, in last year, then again, you're not seeing the wholesale cutting of, again, quality players on this roster because they had a plan to be able to, again, execute, to be able to keep these players in, uh, in the black and go. It just, again, the monkey orange was thrown in because of, again, the COVID-19 losses. Yeah, but, you know, that's part of the deal. And, you know, they got under the cap last year, but it, it cost them. I mean, sure it wasn't did. like they got under the cap and they kept some players, but they lost some very valuable players. I mean, just look at the tight end position alone. I mean, would you rather have had Jared Cook and Josh Hill this year or Troutman and Jawan Johnson? I mean, that's right. just one position. I mean, you lost quality football players that weren't top-tier stars by receiver. You lost Emmanuel Sanders. How much mm-hmm. would he have helped this year? So oh. it cost them. I mean, let's not let's not – Kid ourselves. It certainly cost them. Right. They were able to manage, so it didn't. They didn't bottom out, but it certainly did cost them. And look, this is probably the last year of this bottleneck in terms of your COVID nineteen situation. I think the numbers will probably go back up next year, just in terms of revenues and mm-hmm. certainly attendance was high this past year. So, sure. Um, hopefully, this is the last year with that for that. But um, uh, or in the near future, but they got to deal yes. with it. So here it is. All right, let's shift gears. Biggest story in New Orleans this week has been Zion Williamson. It started with, again, on on Tuesday with the uh, team putting out their uh, season ticket renewal pamphlet, which left Zion off the uh, off the uh, 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 the pamphlet, uh, only naming uh, Willie Green, Brandon Ingram, Valanchunas, and McCollum. And then, of course, uh, the, the next day was, again, J.J. Redick on, on the ESPN shows. Uh, again, we're talking about the detachment and really kind of uh, kind of um, uh, laying into in, into Zion Williamson. Give me your thoughts on, on what has transpired over the last forty eight to seventy two hours. Say something, please. It's not that hard, Zion. Just say something. If for no other reason, just to even if it's the most neutral, non-committal anything, just acknowledge something, please. I mean. This is unbelievable to have this much speculation around a young star with injuries, with, you know, uh, situations that he's dealing with. And uh, he just hasn't said a word. He has not said a word. And that is concerning. Um, And it's starting to really infiltrate the organization because, Eric, you and I both know they're not making a season ticket promotion without Zion Williamson unless there's something that they're fearing right now. He has been the face of of everything since he's got to New Orleans. So that told me probably more than anything else. That was probably more indicative of the situation more than anything else because I know how much that promotions department has used Zion as the face to go forward. And I know how much they have in the past have felt like they needed that. And for him not to be on the list or not on the promotion or whatever, that was very telling. And then J.J. Redick obviously, you know, call him out. Um, I think really carried some weight because, and obviously it started with C.J. McCollum, but uh, these are trusted NBA voices, veterans, more importantly, professionals that are making it clear in the media that this is not the normal course of action, and he's getting called out on it. So he's got to speak up, speak up, or someone you can't please, speak up. It's it's just really awkward. It really has been. And and look, I'm with you. I I had no problem with him going to Portland and rehabbing. That was the best way for him to get back on the court, okay? If that's the the best place to be, that's the best place to be. I get it. It's no problem. Players do that all the time. But, again, the – what – 
JJ described as detachment, that's the thing that again I think a lot of people again went whoa because it's it's JJ Redick who walked away from the from the team and trashed the team. But again, but yet he's and look the the, the Duke connection, the CA connection. And there's a lot of things there though for JJ Redick to step up and and to be able to say those type of things. And then still only the reaction was him putting out on Instagram post with Deontay Graham hitting a game winner against Utah. Yeah, I mean. I... <laughs> Exactly. It's not like it's hard nowadays to, to get your message out there, especially in your superstar uh, franchise, uh, superstar like Zion is. But here's the other thing, Eric, and I mentioned this on our show last night. You know, we talk more about Zion not playing than actually mm-hmm. when he does play. You know, at some point, the benefit of him coming back and being this grand superstar, at some point, you lose the benefit of it out there because – Part of being a superstar is being available, and he had. We talk more about him not being on the court than when he has been on the court. And sure. the truth is, he's an outlier. He is not the prototypical NBA body, prototypical NBA style with that body. So, I mean, he is a very explosive, kind of thunderous player, and he feels like his body's kind of paid the price for it because of the way he's built. So, I mean, he's got to come back and prove that he can be, you know, in every game, you know, dependable player. And he's just, just facts. He hasn't been yet. So a messy situation, but you know, it kind of feels like the line has been drawn now, Eric. It kind of feels like, you know, the organization mm-hmm. is really setting themselves up to say, you know what, if we're going to, into the future without them, so be it. And it, honestly, Eric, I can't blame them right now. I can't either. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm one that again, uh, I've been frustrated by his, his injury, frustrated by him, not getting on frustrated by him, not again, expanding his game more than anything else. Right. But at the same mm-hmm. time, at some point, you got to draw the line and say either you're in or you're out. Especially after what his stepfather said when, 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 when uh, and, and on draft day, where again, you want us, we, we, we want, you know, then, then we're all in, you know, pretty much. And uh, that has not been the case. It's been far from it. It has not. And like I said, even more, it just feels like uh, it's gotten worse. Maybe at one point he was there, but it feels like with each passing year, with each passing game, with each passing. Yep situation it just feels like the distance grows and grows and grows and it, i didn't even see the instagram post but if, if i'm supposed to feel somewhat <laughs> better about that I just, that's not it so um, that's not that's not the post you want to be watching tuned, for going for right tuned, i guess stay tuned i guess but um i guess as the world turns with the with uh, nba basketball and city of the world no doubt about it. Thanks for your time. I know it's a busy day for you. On the way out, let the folks know about the blog, the podcast, with you guys coming coming up on Fox 8 tonight, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, at Sean Vazan Fox 8 on Twitter. Um, Sean Vazan Fox 8 is my Facebook page. You guys want to check that out. Posted some stuff. Our latest podcast, Garland Gillen, Chris Hagan, and myself went really in-depth and quarterback talk, so check that out. Uh, we'll have uh, this week uh, final play. Sunday night at 10.30, and you can check out my blog at the further review on foxalive.com or the Final Play app. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the time. All right. Thanks. Sean Fazan of Fox 8 Sports. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. I have grown up in New Orleans. I have never really been anywhere else but New Orleans. Bill Noto has been part of the jewelry scene here in New Orleans for three decades. He thought he'd seen it all until he came to Diamonds Direct. First thing that blew my mind was the prices of diamonds. And I said, there's no way you can sell this diamond at this price. But Bill soon learned the prices were correct, and he had to join the Diamonds Direct team. As a jeweler for 36 years and been in New Orleans for this long, I'm amazed by the prices that we have. But it's about more than price for Bill. It's about having a selection up to 30 times a typical jeweler, the strongest warranties, higher quality, and an authentic relationship with customers. At Diamonds Direct, we educate. We teach customers what you're buying and how you're buying it. I'm able to really get immersed with the customer and to make them happy. So take it from a local jeweler and see for yourself what Diamonds Direct is all about. Diamonds Direct is the best thing that's ever happened to New Orleans. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Steel. 
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, in the market for a, um, a new air conditioner heating system. Burkhardt's got you covered. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. And then, of course, you got Burkhardt standing behind their work. And that means so much today with having a contract that stands behind their work. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. They'll be there for you. Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. It's Mardi Gras time. Get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Katie's family of restaurants. All are open, all are ready for you. Get out there tonight. That's Katie's family of restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Anytime, any rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com.
here's our man, Eric Asher. Woo! I gotta go. I gotta go real bad. Can somebody let me in? Can you let me in there? Is it my turn? Ain't no place to be on Mighty Broad Day. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open and ready for you during this Mardi Gras holiday. Of course, 106.1 FM, Nash Icon on the radio dial. And so many of you are catching shows now, your favorite radio shows on the stream. So, again, that's Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com. And then, of course, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. You get the live stream right there. And, of course, don't forget also Anchor App, which is, again, uh, where our podcast is. Uh, and uh, the podcast is now everywhere. So, again, you get on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, and, as always, again, we thank you for checking out our program. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. This week, Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, will be a first-time guest on the television show. Um, looking forward to having him. That's tomorrow, live broadcast. 1 p.m. on WLAE TV, also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. And then the rebroadcast starts 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. On, on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and of course, uh, always on the WLAE. TV YouTube page and also ericasher.com. I want to thank Will Guillory and Sean Vazan for joining us in the first hour. Uh, uh, coming up in just about a minute or so, it'll be uh, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig. And of course, today's program brought to you by his restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and B Avenue on Hickory. Katie's open seven days a week. They'll be open throughout the Mardi Gras holiday. Scott's going to tell us more about some of the things they'll have going for you. Uh, but again, get out there. Well, you're already going to, I don't even have to tell you. You're going to get, your friends and family are coming in town. They're going to want to go to Katie's. So get out there and enjoy a great meal over at Katie's. Remember, Katie's can also cater your event. Uh, Katie'sInMidCity.com is the um, website. S-C-O-T at Katie'sInMidCity.com is how you, uh, how you uh, can contact Scott directly. Also, uh, Francesca by Katie's, if you have not tried it yet, man, you're missing out. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic restaurant. Uh, great menu for you, including those family meals, which I've been telling you about now for months and months and months. Uh, if you're a family on the go, this is the answer to your issues. You don't want to be going the fast food line every night, okay? That's just not healthy. These are healthy and nutritious meals, and you'll always have something left over, especially during the Mardi Gras season, right? You want to, you want to get the kids fed before you get out to the parade route? This is perfect, the, the family meals. But also, great sandwiches, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, uh, New Orleans, one of, some of New Orleans' greatest burgers. Again, the poor boys, muffaladas. A man go on and on about, about, about Francesca Bacchetti's. If you have not checked it out, again, 515 Harrison Avenue. Uh, it's easy to get to. 504-266-2511 is the phone number. And then don't forget, uh, out in Harahan, uh, Bienvenue on Hickory. Open six days a week now. Fresh Louisiana seafood for you always. It's a staple in all Scott's restaurants. Contemporary Creole cuisine at its finest. Great southern dishes. Uh, you can check out the menu, the entire menu at BienvenueHarahan.com. Remember, also renting out the restaurant for you if you have your next event. Uh, whether it's catering, whether, again, it's coming in and grabbing a great meal, 
Uh, 504-305-4792. That's Avenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. All part of the Katie's family of restaurants. All right, let's head to the guest line each and every week. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig joins us on the program. Scotty, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Doing great, Eric. A little bit overwhelmed, but, but doing great. Everything. Overwhelmed by, by business or overwhelmed just in life in general? Yeah, I'm just we're getting a lot of um, catering next month that, you know, it, it's like everyone's trying to make up for everything that was lost in a year. Yes. And it's really, really hard on catering companies because, you know, you can only handle so much. And it's just... It's a lot, but it's a good problem to have. But that isn't the alternative. <laughs> exactly, and you know you're making up for everything that you lost. Yes, but or at least you're trying to, it. right? You have to pass some of it on. You just can't do it mm-hmm. all, so you still lose. But it's okay, you know, whatever. Scott, let's talk about before we get into you know what's been going on. There's so much to talk about today. Um, Talk about Katie's during the Mardi Gras season, during Endemian. Talk about everything you guys got going on. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, a lot of people ask me, they're like, are you open for Endemian? And I'm like, yeah, we're open for Endemian. I mean, it, it's always been like a, a destination for a lot of people. We're open all weekend. We're open Mardi Gras day. We don't close. But a lot of restaurants, I'm finding out, do close. Yes. Even on the parade route. Mm-hmm. And which is crazy. It, I, you know, I just found out today one of the one of the longtime legendary great New Orleans restaurant is closed on the Endemian route, and I was surprised to hear that. But he just doesn't want to deal with it, from what I understand. And you know, at least you could do is rent the restaurant out, and you know, put up a buffet and let sure. people drink, and charge you know two hundred bucks a head, and you can use the restaurant all day long during the parade. You know. In the bathrooms and stuff, but you know, I guess he doesn't want to do that. But um, I wish I was in a position to do that. Right. Well, you're only a, but you're great. You're in a great spot. You're a couple blocks away. Okay, folks can get off the parade route if they want. To, if they, you know, be, look, people are out there all day long. Okay. Yeah. And they start early in the morning. So there's an opportunity to walk down, grab something to eat, grab something to drink, go to the bathroom. Are you still renting out parking spaces or no? We, we we sell the parking spaces, and I'm going to donate some of that money to, to Yep. Um, oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I tried to get Yep to just come do the whole thing, but they didn't have the staff to do it because we're marching in parades. Right. And, um, you know, it's a great place, and we have portal apps now, too, you know. Mm-hmm. We set up a nice bar outside. And we have a right. band. We have Mark Coleman. Mark Coleman's fans playing outside. Mm-hmm. And It's um, a festive atmosphere. It's an extraordinarily festive atmosphere. And it's not right on the route. It's it's one block away. So right, right. So you just you come down and relax, and that's a long parade, man. So no, it is. Just want to come chill. It's a long day. It's a long day. It, it just is. So, yeah. I mean, we have a big weekend coming up, and and we're looking forward to it. We need it, and uh, you know, Lunde Gras is awesome. Katie's is another destination for Lunde Gras, as is mm-hmm. Francesca now. Right. We're going to get into Francesca in a moment. But, but Scott, again, on, on Lundy Grove, you'll be open. We've already mentioned that last week. A lot of people from Lundy Grove are making down to Katie's. Sunday brunch at Katie's on Bacchus, you'll have that as well, right? 
Yeah, it's gigantic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of fun. People come eat. And then Mardi Gras Day. A lot of people just look. Some people just don't go. Don't go to Mardi Gras, but yet they want to. They want to get out. They don't want to be in the house. So again, they right. use that day to maybe go out to grab a bite to eat. And Katie's is a destination right. on for that. It is. We've got a lot of the same families coming every year now. You know, and uh, uh, you know, I had to remind my staff that we're open Mardi Gras Day because we haven't been the last couple of years since well, the last year because of COVID. And I'm like, that's right. a big day for us. You know, and so, yeah, we're open, and uh, I'm excited for the weekend. I really am, you know. Yeah, you, I, I, I think my, everybody so. should be, no no doubt. Now, now Francesca, Scotty, this is this is interesting because, again, you're off the parade route, but yet right. a lot of folks like to go get sandwiches and have, you know, get everything ready for the parade, right, and bring it out right. to the parade route. To me, Francesca seems perfect, again, because you've got such a great menu there that folks can pick and choose what they'd like to be able to bring to the, to the parade route. Or, again, if they want to get away from the parade route, they can dine right there indoors or outdoors. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people, you know, don't go to the parades and they want to stay home. And it's a good time to eat at a place like Francesca or Bienvenue, for that matter, out in Harriet. Yes. You know, if you don't want to deal with parades, we'll have a nice, fun, festive atmosphere. And it's, uh, you know, my staff makes it that way. And, you know, it's a good time. It really is. It really is. I'm excited about the weekend. Anything you want to highlight for either Francesca or, or Bienvenue that folks can look forward to? Yeah, Mardi Gras, man. Come enjoy it. You know, come enjoy the the, the time, you know. And, if, you know, you get there early enough, you get a parking spot at, at, at Katie's and uh, you can park in our lot, you know, for, I think, 40 bucks is what we charge. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it's, you know, all day, and, you know, and it's just a lot of fun, man. It really is. It's a great festive atmosphere, and I'm really looking forward to it because yep. I've been there. I think the whole city 20, is, and we need it. We need it bad. We need it bad. I think it's 28th no, no. Endymion, and, and we missed last year, you know, yep. at Katie's. So it's a lot of fun, man, a lot of fun. All right, let, let's let, let's jump into it. And again, the, the biggest story this week has been Zion Williamson. It started with again the TNT interview with uh, Kenny Smith and the gang, uh, yep. asking CJ McCollum if, if he had uh, if Zion had reached out to him. And of course, um, he said no, but he was going to get to the bottom of it. Since then, Zion has reached out uh, to to CJ McCollum, uh, but then came the uh, uh, the season ticket pamphlet, which again um, uh, excluded. Uh, Zion's name on the pamphlet had Brandon Ingram, Valanchunas, McCollum, Willie Green, but, no, but there was no, no Zion. And then, of course, it ended with a crescendo of uh, J.J. Redick, who, again, trashed the organization on the way out. You thought it would be the last guy uh, that would maybe be taken up for the organization in some form or fashion, uh, you know, ripping his fellow Dookie, ripping a guy that's with his, the agencies with CAA, and, uh, you know, for, again, being detached from, from the, um, the team and also, again, just not being a professional. I mean, that's what I, I took from his, com- his comments, that Zion has not learned how to be a professional basketball player yet. Yes, he can play professional basketball, but he hasn't learned how to be a professional. Give me your thoughts on what has transpired. My thoughts are, you know my thoughts. I thought they should have traded him a couple of years ago. And I said that I just didn't feel like he wanted to be a part of New Orleans. You never hear from him. And now he's gone. I mean, why is he not in New Orleans with the finest trainer in the NBA, Nelson? I mean, he's like the finest trainer in the NBA. Why isn't he in New Orleans with his team, 
cheering on this team with this awesome coach. It's the best coach the Pelicans have ever had. And they're going in such a wonderful direction. Why would you not want to be a part of that? So that tells me they keep him out of the brochure. That tells me he's not going to be here. We've seen the last of Zion Williamson. And we just, you know, this happened with uh, Giannis. At, I'm, I'm not, no, the guy at, um, come on, the Sixers. The other guy. He was hurt ben Simmons? for a couple of years. Or, or Embiid. Embiid. Talking about Embiid, he okay. Was, he was hurt the first couple of years in this league. And look at what he's turned out to be. So somebody's got to want this kid. And I don't think it's here. And I, I, I don't want him here. I want this team to grow, and they need to get another superstar. And I think they can get a borderline superstar with what they have in Zion. And I think that's their plan, obviously, if he's not in the brochure. I mean, this guy's not even with the team. It blows me away, man, that a guy like him, you know, there's stories about him uh, at, at, the, at the draft um, tryouts or whatever. You know, he's ordering two pizzas in his room. and The, the, the guy doesn't get it. He's making millions of dollars. He needs to be on a diet plan that's healthy, like Drew Brees and Tom Brady and all these guys have done, Jerry Rice, and you know all these athletes have done over the years to take care of themselves to be a great basketball player, and especially this guy. He needs to be working out. He's got a giant frame, and that's a lot of, lot of, of uh, stress on his legs. So, I mean, the guy needs to keep his weight down and, and be a professional. And he's just not. I mean, you want to go play for the Knicks? Go play for the Knicks. That's the worst franchise in the NBA right now. I mean, they're so poorly run. Look at what David Griffith's done with the Pelicans. I mean, he's making all the right moves right now. And you don't need Zion Williamson bringing that team down. You know, he should be on the bench cheering this team on. And he's just not. And it's disappointing. It's horribly disappointing because – he could be the piece that makes this the best team in the NBA. I really believe that. But he's not. His head's not in it. You know, whatever he's doing, he's not doing it right. He's getting poor advice. And he just needs to go on his merry way. They cannot possibly give this guy a max contract. Not now. There's just no way. So, there's my rant. I'll, I'll be interested to see. Uh, first of all, I think they're going to they're gonna offer him the contract. Although, again, I... I don't know if I'd do it, but they're going to, okay? Like I said, they hold his rights for two more years. Um, he's made $30 million over the last three years. He's made $353,000 a game. He's played 85 games. 353000 a game, okay, based on, on 85 games. And that's the frustrating thing. Um, yes, it's a rookie contract. It's only 10, 10 to $13 million. Uh, it's not it's not the thirty million that McCollum's getting or the twenty nine million that Brandon Ingram's getting, but that's going to come. He's going to get a he's going to get the supermax contract, uh, you know that that is going to pay him the highest paid uh, salary on the team. Now the question is, will the Pelicans um, in in those negotiations stipulate much like again the Sixers did with Joel Embiid that again there are going to be some uh, some um, uh, clauses in this contract to be able to protect the club. That if you're not playing, if again, if you become a malcontent, you're not getting paid. 
and and you you know you have to again there's going to be incentives in there uh, for you to be able to reach that max uh, contract that, that again most of those guys are getting that 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 are, that are top picks. We'll see how that plays out. You mentioned the Knicks; they don't have anything. Okay, if, if this team is going to trade him uh, in the off season, they have to trade him to a team that has assets that that can that can give that third superstar uh, the to the Pelicans. It'll be interesting to see if, again if that is their mindset or they're going to just bite the bullet, make him make him uh, again sign, have him given the the opportunity to sign the deal, and and then ultimately at that point, uh, you know. Um, maybe either try to see if he can even if he can salvage his career here in New Orleans or, or move on from him. I just think it, it's a it's a he's a tough it's in a tough situation right now because he is legitimately hurt. Um, the, the, I don't have a problem with him rehabbing in Portland, but I got a problem with the radio silence when everything is swirling around him right now and he doesn't stand up to, to a microphone or get on social media and express, again, where he is and, and, and again, his feeling about New Orleans, his feeling about the, the, the team, and whether he truly wants to be here long term. Well, yeah, and, you know, now that his phone seems to be working, um, why can't he come out and give us some anything, give us, give us some confidence that he wants to be here? He's never said that, ever. So, I mean, it's obvious, you know, I mean, I, they don't have him in the brochure. So that tells me that they've already pretty much talked to him and he's not coming back. So, um, I don't know. It'll be, interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens, okay? Uh, the, the one thing that is frustrating is you mentioned David Griffin. He made a lot of mistakes since he's been here. He's made more mistakes than again than 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 than, than uh, good moves. But even though he's used those draft picks, which again I didn't like, okay, uh, to to be able to make up for those mistakes, this is a better team. C.J. McCollum is here again. Brandon Winger has, has been re-signed. Um, Val, they bring in Valanciunas as opposed to Adams, who has played well. Uh, they got Deontay Graham, who was expected to do more in letting Alonzo Ball go, but it is what it is. Maybe again, he needs to be a guy that comes off the bench. But some of the, the moves that have been made, um, you know, this this past season are, are positive moves for this franchise. That again, they're giving them an opportunity to be in the mix here for for the playoffs. So. Um, again, the, the frustrating thing is that, that he, there's no buy-in from him. And, and, and this, is, this is something that I figured that if he can – look, you watch what's happening here, and, and you would want to be able to buy in with Willie Green as it has done with this culture. Yeah, why, how could you not want to be a part of this? That's what is, – it's painfully obvious that he just doesn't want to be here, period, whether he doesn't like grips or whatever it is. He doesn't want to be here, period. And I don't understand how you could not want to be. You know, it, it, we can go on. Nothing's going to change his mind. It's, you know, it, maybe not putting him in the brochure, maybe that'll change his mind. Maybe they did that on purpose to say, hey, man, you haven't been a part of the team, so why would we put you in a brochure? You know, I, I, I don't know. But, Let's face it. That's going to the, the, to me. They had to know, okay, whether they told him this was going to happen or not, or again, this was just a, one of those shock things. Okay, that was not going to sit well with the Zion camp, right? Uh, no. One way or the other, okay, because again, it's kind of calling him out, so to speak. It's uh, I think uh, Sean. It was Will Gilbert. Sean Zan said there was a line in the sand here uh, with, with that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see again how that plays out. 
I, I just don't understand why the, the silence here, especially with everything that's going on. You've been called out on national TV. National TV, okay? So, yep. and, 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 yes, you called C.J. McCollum. Now you've been called out by, again, a fellow Dukey. And, and kind of exposed to say, look, hey, I even spoke to Zion in front of the team about his responsibility of being a professional, and he hasn't done it. And yet, again, he hasn't come out to be able to say, look, I'm hurt, I'm rehabbing, I want to get back, uh, you know, I want to be in New Orleans. None of that has happened. Or, or the opposite. Look, I hate the franchise, New Orleans sucks, and I want to get out of here, and, and, and I'm not going to sign the extension. See, one way or the other, I think he's got to come clean and tell people what's going on. And I don't want to hear introvert because I keep hearing that word introvert from, from about, about Zion Williamson. But you heard Will Guillory on, my, on the program in the, first, in, the first, in the first half hour talking about how gregarious he is on the sideline with his friends, uh, again, with, with, uh, with, uh, with um, uh, the, uh, his teammates, etc. Look, we've heard that he's, uh, he's very, very, uh, very outgoing with the staff over at the Smoothie King Center. Uh, you know, so I don't want to hear introvert and that he just doesn't like to talk to the media. Uh, that, that, that's, that's different we've seen with Zion when, when he's healthy and, 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 and happy here in New Orleans. You know, he owes it to his teammates. He owes it to the fans of New Orleans that are spending a lot of money on tickets to go see them play. And he owes it to the NBA just to do the right thing. Just be honest. Say what's on your mind. Are you here or not? What do you True. want? You know, it's just, you know, I had no problems with Anthony Davis saying that he wasn't going to sign the extension and stay here, right? I mean, I, I, no, I had no problem with Anthony Davis saying that he wanted out. I didn't like the way Anthony pushed his way out because this was a team that was a playoff team that year. And, and in, the, in, the, in, in, the, in, the, um, in the summer, he said he was all in. In the summer, he said, I'm not talking about the contract until after the season ends. But then by, by, by the All-Star break, well, again, with the influence of, 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 of Clutch of Sports and Rich Paul and LeBron James, again, there was, a, there was a, a 180 on him. He turned. And then, of course, uh, again, what he did was he broke up a season in which this team – I mean, remember, think, go back in time and remember how this team – how the city felt after, after the, the Portland sweep. We thought that this team was going to take the next step. And this feels like Anthony Davis all over again. Only, again, uh, him not being at least man enough to be able to stand up and say, look – I just I don't want to be there. I don't want to be in the city. I want to be on a larger stage. But, I mean, just because you want to be on a larger stage doesn't mean you're going to get there. To me, David Griffith's got to make the best deal for the Pelicans, not Zion Williamson, if ultimately they're going to go in that direction. And you've got to love what's happening to Anthony Davis out in L.A. They're talking about trading him. Oh, it's karma. It's karma. There's no doubt. It's karma. It is karma. It is karma. So yeah. it just—it it really is it's frustrating because this team is on the cusp. And, and I think a lot of us were holding out hope that, again, that maybe he'd be healed up and ready to go for, for, for the, the, the final 23 games of the season coming out of the All-Star break. And that does not seem even remotely possible at this point. Uh, no. you know, we hear a second surgery. We don't know if that's how I asked Will Gillard about it today. Uh, you know, Kristen Clark reported that last week. You know, he said he's heard rumors of it, but nobody knows anything. And, and I think that's the frustrating thing. For, for, for the fan base, and also for the media as well. Yeah, it's it sucks. <laughs> you no, know, it definitely it, does. It's not fair to anybody, but it is what it is, man. And well, 
you know, again, I keep hearing Memphis, right? Okay, that's the one I keep hearing now. I keep hearing that again. That he wants to be. He wants to go with the Memphis Grizzlies. That uh, he wants to get with Ja, right? Um, you know, that's 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 that, that's that's the new rumor now. Okay, and it's not New York. It's Memphis. Oh, by the way, Memphis is a small market, right? It's not a big market. Remember, again, we heard the the the, the thing was coming out of his camp that New Orleans is not a big enough market uh, for Zion. Uh, if they want to, if they he wants to be traded to um, uh, to, to Memphis, I'm all in. I'll take Jaron Jackson. I'll take Memphis, Dylan Brooks. Memphis is a big okay. market? No, it's not. It's not a big market. I'll take Brandon Clark. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll take Jaron Jackson back here. His, his, his dad was, was, was a great player at Cohen. Uh, he's probably still got family here. Jaron Jackson would be a great addition to this team. You know, add that again with a guy, with a guy like, um, as I mentioned, Dylan Brooks or Brandon Clark, the two of these young players, and I make a lot of money. Uh, you know what? I'm all for it. If that's what if that's if that's the case. If that's the situation where you can't get out of. I'll take those three players right now. Okay. Now I can tell you right now, Memphis ain't giving up those three players for Zion Williamson, who again been often injured. And that's where the rubber's going to hit the road. What are teams willing to give up for a Zion Williamson that has only played 85 games in three years? Okay. And, and it's the same situation as Michael Thomas. No different. If Thomas wants out of here truly. He's got to play this year and play at a high level, okay? Same thing for, for Zion. Got to get back on the court and prove that, again, that he's healthy and can't stay healthy. And, and he hasn't done that. Well. <laughs> he hasn't done it. All right, Scotty, let me take a break. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some Saints. We're going to talk some college basketball as well. Uh, UNO and, of course, uh, Coach Sless uh, with a historic uh, week last week. Uh, all-time winningest coach in the history of UNO basketball. We'll get into that. Man, there's big baseball going on right now. Uh, this weekend with midweek games. We'll get into, try to get into all that in the last half hour of the show. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down because we are going to have, look, it's going to be beautiful weather going forward, right? Going to have a beautiful Mardi Gras, but you're going to need the air conditioner at home. AC breaks down, Burkhardt will be there. They're working. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy calm, and, of course, Nate certified technicians, high certification in the industry, only doing the work that's necessary. We'll never gouge you, never cheat you. They want you to be a long-time customer. So, again, if you, you find yourself in a jam where the AC's not working, heat is not working, call Burkhardt. They'll be there quickly. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you were raised up, raised right, up right, you're one of us. 1061 Nash Icon has Luke Bryan tickets every, every day. Sunrise, sunburn, sun. Luke Bryan at the Smoothie King Center in August, and Nash Icon is sending you there. That's my kind of night. Want tickets? A pair could be yours every weekday while you work. Get the code to text from Scott Innes anytime between 10 and 4. When you have it, text it to 68255. Luke Bryan tickets every day. Country girls, shake it for me. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. Shake it for 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Panera. Hold on to your mugs because Panera's Unlimited Sip Club is offering the unreal deal of unlimited coffee for only $8.99 a month. Sign up on the Panera app today and get three months free. Panera, the familiar made fantastic. Availability and pricing may vary. 10 Eastbound, your delays are heavy from Loyola to veterans and delays pick back up on 10 Eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays are heavy on 10 Westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up 10 Westbound 
from just past Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, delays are heavy from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Westbeck Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are heavy from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit and delays pick back up on the westbound side of the Westbeck, Westbeck Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And if you're traveling along the, the southbound side along the 310, delays are heavy from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously. That means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Down in New Orleans where the blues was born Takes a cool cat to blow a horn On the sand in Grandpa's Creek Combo's playing with the mambo beat Body crowd, mambo, mambo, mambo Welcome back to Inside New Orleans Brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Our guest, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's, Bienvenue and Francesca. Scott, um, uh, you mentioned that Katie's is going to be open on Mardi Gras Day. 
will Bienvenue on Hickory also be uh, Bienvenue on Hickory and uh, can uh, Francesca also be open on Mardi Gras Day as well? Uh, Francesca will be open Mardi Gras Day. I have to ask Jimmy if he's opening Bienvenue. We kind of do things. Uh, we kind of do things by the skin of. I, I don't know. We have to decide at Bienvenue. You, you haven't made a decision yet on whether you're going to open or not. No, we haven't. Okay, Please, good enough. If they have, I don't know about it because I've been so busy dealing with here that I haven't had right. There. Okay, but but we do know that Francesca will be open on Mardi Gras Day. And, and and also Katie's, yep, beautiful, beautiful. All right, folks, you got that. You 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 know the deal. Now you know you know the deal. Now, Scott, I know you had to be really really happy for Coach Sless. I was happy for him. I, I I got a chance to meet Coach Sless through you. You guys have have a great relationship, best of friends. Uh, I have nothing but admiration for him. I think he's one of the best coaches in, in the state. Uh, I'm so happy that he's chosen to stay at the University of New Orleans, and I'm so glad that again he's been able to turn the program around. From the standpoint of, again, a UNO alumni, a guy that, again, supports this program and that university, and, of course, your relationship with Coach Les, talk about, again, him becoming the all-time winningest coach at, at UNO. Well, you know, he's like a brother to me, and I am so proud of him and so happy for him. Um, he's a great coach, and if you give a great coach talent, they're going to win. I always said that about Ed Conroy at Tulane. If you'd have given him talent, the guy can coach. And Mark is so dedicated to the city of New Orleans, so dedicated to the University of New Orleans, so dedicated to the people of New Orleans. I, I'm just, I love him. And, and um, you know, you can't ask for a better human being. He and Tony, his wife. I mean, they're just unbelievably wonderful people. And, um, I just love to see what's happening to them right now. Uh, you know, we need to, right now we're thinking NCAA tournament, man. I mean, as fans, we're starting to plan going to the tournament game. Oh, you, 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 based on everything you've seen this this season, you got to be thinking NCAA. Yeah, I think they're going to win the conference. They should win the conference tournament, and uh, we are extremely excited about it. Um, so uh, yeah, man. I mean, you know. How, how can you say anything more about Coach Sletch, you know? Uh, uh, I think I think it's amazing. It's amazing. Again, there were a lot of people who were down on him when, when, when again, they had so many injuries all, over the last few years. And uh, I never lost faith in him as a coach. He's know. just he's a quality, not just a quality coach, a quality human being. And, and, and I knew that, he, that, again, he would get it back and turn it around. And he, and he has done it. I mean, again, look, uh, he is a guy that, when when the rubber hits the road during a game, uh, um, I, I like the ability to be able to adjust, and he does that. And you got he's got the, obviously St. Helier is a really really good player, one of the best, but not the best player in the state, one of them. Uh, but again, adding size to that guard play that he's already had has made a tremendous difference in this team. And Scotty, you've seen them up close and personal. Uh, they're they're going to be able to hang depending on their matchups in the NCAA. Now again, matchups are everything, right? Right. But they'll be able to hang because they have the ability to be able to score uh, from the guard position, which is important in, in, in college basketball. But they also have the size to boot. It's, it's definitely the biggest team he's ever had. And they are so athletic. When you watch them play, I mean, they, they're just – they finally look like what I thought a Mark's lesson the team should look like. And, I mean, it's taken him time to build it. 
but he's got players now. And he will have players next year, even when he loses Troy and Derek St. Hilaire. You know, Troy Green and Derek St. Hilaire. He's still going to have players next mm-hmm. year. I mean, this team is built to win. And, um, you know, they got a tough road, man, to end the season. They've got, you know, three games on the road. And, you know, they need to win them. And I think they will. They've been road warriors all year. They had one speed bump, you know, in the conference. They had one speed bump at, at uh, Incarnate Word. I could not believe it. They just, Incarnate Word came out and just was hot, man. They couldn't miss a shot. And the privateers got back in the game and almost pulled it out, but they lost to Incarnate Word. And, you know, Incarnate Word's got a good team. I mean, they beat Southeastern last week. So, I mean, they could sneak up on people and, you know, Oh, you know, I always tell the guys on the team, I said, you can win this game. All you got to do is make more shots than the other team. <laughs> you know, I mean, I simplify it. We laugh about it, but it's true sometimes. I mean, some teams can just sneak up and, and, and you know, you see one and two seeds get knocked off in the tournament sometimes. All the time. It's all about, it's all about a team getting hot, making their shots. You know? Yeah, but the Southland tournament is set up for, the, for again, the, the – the, um, uh, the the conference winner, okay, the the regular season winner. When you get the right. you get the buys that you get there, you don't have to go through the, again the, that tough tough road to try to get through the tournament. So, uh, I'm I'm hoping for the best. And if they win the, the they win the conference, they're on automatic NIT bitter. So right. if something was to happen, they didn't they, again they got beat in the conference tournament, didn't win the win win, win the, uh, the overall conference uh, to get the bid, they still would have a chance to go to the NIT. But I know it's NCAA or bust. Uh, the Saints. Made, did you, well, I'm sorry, go ahead. You want to make a comment? Uh, no, I was just, I'm excited about the privateers, man. You know, and, and you know, I think, gosh, y'all, you got one home game left. Get out there and watch them play while you can. This is a seriously good basketball team. Yep. Go good basketball being played in New Orleans, man, between Loyola, Tulane, UNO, and, of course, tonight's a big one for LSU at Kentucky. Uh, you know, again, uh, for, for them, they're, 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 they're a seventh seed right now, projected in the NCAA tournament. Uh, but this will go a long way in making up for this past weekend against South Carolina, which was a horrible loss. Oh, uh, you know, uh, the, so, you know, we'll see how that plays out. want to talk about the Saints because they made their final um, – uh, they put their coaching staff together, made the announcement today. Uh, yeah. Of course, um, um, we already knew that uh, Mike McCarthy was – I'm sorry, Mike McCarthy. Uh, Pete Carmichael yeah. was going to be the uh, right. uh, offensive coordinator. Doug Marone is coming in to be the, uh, the offensive line coach. We were told John Martin was going to be the wide receivers coach, but Sean said he thinks that that dissolved. Cody Burns, the former Auburn uh, wide receiver, Tennessee uh, wide receivers coach, has taken over there. But two guys uh, – again, a guy that's close to you, a friend of yours um, – uh, Ryan Nielsen is now the co-defensive coordinator along with Chris Richard. Uh, he will continue to handle his defensive line duties. Richard will continue to handle the secondary. But they'll work in concert with Dennis Allen in getting the game plan together. And then Allen will call the plays on, on, on Sunday uh, for, for the defensive side of the ball. Den, uh, Darren Rizzi. Uh, we added some additional duties. He's now going to be the assistant head coach uh, in addition to the special teams coordinator. Ronald Curry expanded his duties. He's now the passing game coordinator and quarterback coach. Uh, and as I mentioned, Doug Marone is now the um, offensive line coach. So they stayed from within, for the most part, are, again, disciples of Peyton uh, to be able to fill out this, uh, this particular coaching staff. And I think that's what they were shooting for, Scotty. Yeah, I mean, you know, I love the way that they've kept the staff together. I was disappointed to see Curtis Johnson go, but so was I. 
I do like to see I like the way they've kept the uh the staff together. I'm not sure about the co defensive coordinator deal. Um they're all great coaches, they really are. But I'm a Ryan Nielsen guy. And you know, remember Nielsen was up for the Green Bay job, you know, after the L S U debacle. Mm-hmm. And before, you know, and after the Saints, you know, offered him the new contract as assistant head coach. And, you know, Green Bay wanted him as their defensive coordinator. So I was kind of hoping he'd just get the job. Um, You know, D.A., I guess he's still going to be calling the defense, which is good. You know, and I I guess I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. We're going to have to see because having two coaches as a coordinator is, I'm not sure about. Well, what I think it is, now this is just a guess right on my part. Uh, they're going to have the duties of, again, getting the game plan together along with, with uh, Dennis Allen. So the three of them will be working in concert. But when it's game day, Obviously, again, Dennis is going to have the last say when it comes to, 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 again, what play is called. I don't think it's any different than what we saw with Sean and, 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 um, and uh, Pete Carmichael and even Joe Lombardi when he was here when it came to, again, putting together the offensive game plan. And then, again, on, on game day, Peyton was the guy that, again, that made the, the final call. So, you know. I know they didn't want to lose either one of them. Richard already had experience as a defensive coordinator. I didn't know if he was going to be the one to want to hang around and be a co-coordinator. But I'm sure that they've worked out, again, the, the, the logistics of, again, who's going to do what in terms of the game plan during the week. And then we know at the end of the day the final call is going to be DAs on what call will be will be called uh, on each and every Sunday in terms of the plays. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and. I'm definitely comfortable with that because he's the best defense coordinator in the league, in my opinion. So, you know, I, I just I want to see continuance of what they were doing. And I want to see who they get at quarterback. Um, That's what my next question was going to be. Now the tension turns to the quarterback position. I mean, we could talk about um, – um, Toronto Armstead, we could talk about Marcus Williams, talk about all that. But, again, the, the one thing you got to have in the building first is the quarterback. And now uh, you know, it was, there was a lot of talk about Teddy Bridgewater, talk about maybe trying to trade for a quarterback, maybe going into the draft. Now, again, the rumor is they're coming back full circle to Jameis Winston. I said this at the beginning. I don't have a problem with them running it back with Jameis Winston at all, okay? I just Ooh. felt that maybe Sean Payton walked away because he didn't feel like he had a quarterback that would win a Super Bowl, and I thought that that maybe spoke volumes for his feeling about Jameis Winston. Where do you think they're going to go? Um, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to sign Jameis Winston. Um, I think getting Teddy Bridgewater back as a bridge – and bringing in Matt Corral as the number one draft pick is a good idea because I'm kind of a Corral fan. Um, I mean, Corral rolled in the SEC. Remember that. You know, and he, he passed for a lot of yards in the SEC. And he can run and he can do what it takes. And he's got a little bit of an injury history. But I just I have no idea what they can afford and what they can do. But, I mean, they can't pay Jameis Winston – $20 million a year. He's still unproven. You know, what we needed to see last year was a full year of Jameis Winston and to see if, whether he was going to be worth a contract. And we don't know that yet. 
But we also do know that this team won with Teddy Bridgewater as a game manager. So how much do we have to pay Teddy Bridgewater to come here? How much is that contract? You know, I mean, unfortunately, they're still strapped. The salary cap still got them strapped because of all the kicking the can down the road before. Yeah, but they'll so, keep doing that. That's not going to change. No, I mean, they, 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 they'll be fine. They don't have they have cap room. They'll be able to sign whoever they need to sign. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not even worried about the cap. Okay, I'm really not. Now, they have the, the mechanisms are there. Uh, Catherine Terrell wrote it in her article uh, on the Athletic uh, about a, a, a week ago. It's something I've been talking about on this show continuously. Don't worry about the cap. The cap is the they they have they have mechanisms that will open up cap room. So that's not the issue. The issue is who do you want to be your your quarterback? That's the issue. Yeah, who do I want? No, who does who does who does Dennis oh, Allen yeah. want? That's what it comes down yeah, to. Who does Dennis yeah. Allen want? Um, Eric, there's so many average quarterbacks out there right now. Um, you know, Jameis Winston is still considered average in my opinion. Uh, he could be a great game manager. It's all about what you can pay a quarterback, and you know whether it's Garoppolo or whatever, unless you can pull off a coup and get Russell Wilson. No, you know, I'm, I'm sure or, they're, they're, they're inquiring. And, you know, yeah, uh, I mean, but, you know, we'll, you we know, have to see what the market's going to be there for that as well. Rogers. You know, it's BS with Rogers. He's not leaving Green Bay. No, I doubt Bay. it. Yeah, you know, I mean, unless, I mean. I'm uh, hearing that. Right. You know, but, I mean, if there's a possibility to get to Sean Watson, that's the one you really want. Yeah, but I'm, I don't think that Gail Benz is going to buy into that. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think she's, you know, again, a female owner, the look is just bad. Okay? Unless he can be you know, absolved. Scotty, we got two minutes left. I'm going to have to leave it right there. I want to give you the last set to be able to let the folks know about, again, your fantastic restaurants, catering, uh, how they can get in contact. Let them know, give, them, give them the whole nod. Contact me at Scott with one T at katiesinmidcity.com. If you need any catering, please call me, contact me, get my number from Eric, whatever you got to do. Um, I, I, I'm i here for you, man. And come join us this weekend at at, at, uh, at Katie's for Endemian or go by the deli and get a sandwich. Go by, go out to Bienvenue if you live in Harahan and mm-hmm. get something to eat. You know, and the last thing, all of you guys that lived in Orleans Parish and left the parish, Quit worrying about what goes on in Orleans Parish. You left. It's well, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave it about. with this. How you Orleans Parish goes, anymore. the state goes. And everybody has to be concerned about what happens in Orleans Parish. Because if, if Orleans Parish goes down, the rest of the state goes down. So everybody has, has, a, uh, has, a, has a worry about what happens in Orleans Parish, whether you well, live there or not. You know, Guys like me sucked it up, and I stay here, and I deal with all the bad streets and the high taxes, and and I can vote. The problem is when you leave the parish and you move somewhere else, you can't vote anymore, which means you can't complain about what's going on. Well, as an American and as a Louisianian, you can complain, believe me. And and look, just because I don't live there, it's not going to stop me holding them accountable. That is a promise, my friend. I know, I know. All right, man. Thank you. We'll leave it right there. Thanks so much for joining us as always, Scott. Have a happy Mardi Gras. Right, and we'll talk again. Uh, actually, we'll talk in two weeks because we'll be off next week. Yep. Thanks, man. Bye. All right. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Avenue. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. People come into Diamonds Direct and they can't believe what we've brought to New Orleans. A totally new concept in jewelry shopping with wall-to-wall diamonds and designer rings at prices you never thought possible. But what people like here just as much is our after-the-sale added value. See, at Diamonds Direct, you will never pay to repair any jewelry purchased here. Never, ever. Repairs and maintenance are free. What other stores charge you for? Diamonds Direct gives you free. Ring sizing, free. Rhodium finish, free. New prongs, free. Appraisal, free. Need a stone tightened? No charge at Diamonds Direct. Even if you accidentally knock out an accent diamond, we will replace it at no charge. And while other jewelry stores require you to have your jewelry constantly inspected to keep a warranty in At Diamonds Direct, inspections are not required. Bottom line, we stand behind what we sell, so you can buy with total confidence. Diamonds Direct, New Orleans direct diamond importer, where the best value price is just the beginning. In a beautiful showroom on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Back to uh, Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, and Bienvenue on Hickory. want to thank our guests, Will Guillory, also Sean Pazana, Fox 8 Sports, love your chef Scott Craig, also Rudy back at studio. Uh, we appreciate their contributions to the program. also want to thank all the great sponsors of our, of our program. You go to uh, 
ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor, sponsor our program. Thanks so much for supporting those sponsors. Just click on the icon. It'll take you right to the sponsors and sponsor our show. And as always, we appreciate those sponsors. We appreciate you supporting those sponsors as well. Jordy Collada joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tomorrow. Uh, make sure you check that out. And, of course, tomorrow uh, program will be brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We've got a great lineup for you as well. Uh, get out there and enjoy New Orleans. We'll see you tomorrow straight up, um, uh, straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. Uh, coming up next is Ken Trahan. And Ken's going to have Rudy. Uh, Ken's going to have uh, Renee Nato uh, as his guest. So stick around for that. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. We'll see you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock, from the dog catch of the governor. And that includes the mayor of New Orleans. They all got to go. <laughs> <laughs>